Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Danny Davis with the Austin American Statesman, and this is your Longhorn Confidential for Wednesday, October 21st. On this date in UT history, the Longhorns volleyball team beat number 15 Texas A&M in four sets. That match in 1998 drew 5,072 fans, which is still the record for Gregory Jim. Texas has twice played a home match in front of 6,000 fans, but both of those matches were held at the Irwin Center. 22 years later, here's what you need to know. With Texas Tech on the schedule for the UT volleyball program this week, head coach Jarrett Elliott and sophomore Skylar Fields met with the media on Tuesday. Both Elliott and Fields ended up addressing the never-ending controversy surrounding the eyes of Texas and how the volleyball team has handled the post-match playing of that song. To recap, the eyes of Texas has been recently scrutinized for its problematic ties to menstrual shows and a saying by Robert E. Lee. After Texas turned down a request by UT athletes to get rid of the song this summer, a debate has been had about whether the Longhorn should recognize the song. After each of its first two home matches this season, a volleyball team with five black players on its roster huddled after the wins over Kansas and did not acknowledge the song. The next week, the Longhorns stood in a line with their horns up after their matches against Iowa State. Many players did not sing the song. On Tuesday, Skylar Fields explained why Texas took a different approach after the Iowa State matches. You know, we did have a discussion with our AD and with our team, and he just wants to make sure that we're not disrespecting the school. And like, we totally understood that because we didn't realize that what we were doing was could be perceived that way. So, you know, we just want to represent the university and show that we're still grateful to be here, but still be able to stand on what we believe in and not participate in singing the song. If I can just real quick follow up though, is, is there any sense that any player would face any consequences if someone changed their mind and decided not to? You know, I don't, I don't think so because like they're, very, um, they want us to stay, um, stand on what we believe in. I think that if we were like blatantly disrespectful, then maybe there'd be consequences. But I, I don't think that because if we want to fight for what we believe in, there'd be consequences. Jared Elliott was also asked if a mandate had been issued to the players about the eyes of Texas. Yeah, this is this has obviously been a big challenge for everybody, um, and it's been something that we've been working through and having lots of meetings about. Um, you know, as a coach, you can't go into a team and just mandate certain things, especially when there's, you know, all this social distress that is going on. And so, you know, there's so much anger in our country right now. And I think one of the things that you try to do is you're a teacher first and you're, you're an educator. And so you try to be able to have empowering conversations about, okay, well, we want to be able to do this. But I think when you're a young person, you know, when you want to stand for something, it's, it's really easy to kind of dig your feet in the ground pretty early and say, this is my stance and, and I want to do this. And so our job as coaches is to try to kind of educate them, have discussions about what it means and, and how we can move forward. So, because there are people that believe in that song, there are people that on my team that do not believe in that. Um, there's a very strong history behind this. And the biggest thing, biggest mistake I can make as a leader is going there and say, we're going to mandate this. We need to make them understand who they're representing and what they're doing and the pros and cons of that. And it takes time. It doesn't happen over, you know, 
a one conversation um, team meeting. Um, you know, so there's been lots of meetings on this and, and um, you know, there's, there's been lots of emotions that go on to it. But to me, like there's an opportunity, we either divide the community or you rally around them. And my conversations with them is like, look, we got, they love the University of Texas. They love our athletic department. They love our fans. By no means are they, are they trying to disrespect anybody in that sense. Um, and they want, my, my conversation with them is how do we unite people? How do we bring people together? Um, and also be able to stand up for our own values and what we have. So it's a very fine line in terms of what you're doing. Um, you know, over the periods of the meeting that we've come to the conclusion that, you know, our, our captains feel very comfortable and our team feels very comfortable about supporting one another. And so that's why we stand on the end line now with our arms embraced and, and we put up our horns, you know. Um, not everyone on our team is singing that because they don't believe in what the song stands for, but um, that is not disrespectful to the, the alumni or anybody else. They want to make sure that I think there's a big separation between the Longhorns and the Eyes of Texas song. Um, you know, it's and so that's they're kind of combined in that sense. But, you know, um, no, I'm not going to make consequences for anybody that does not do that right now. I would have to I would have long talks. I think this is way more about, you know, we're kind of the parents away from home and we're trying to get them to be understand this. And we have really good young women and they they're they've been representing this university very well over the years. And so so my goal is to be able to kind of mold them, let them understand that, let them you know, make a decision and keep kind of trying to help them out with this process because there are so many emotions involved and they do not want to divide our fan base and our athletic department and all that. They want to make sure that they're, they're united in that sense, but it's, it's, it's challenging. It's not just uh, yes, go ahead and do this and everything's all fine because my job is to make sure that our culture is good. And if I mandate things, it becomes very, very challenging for me uh, in today's day and age. And, Again, I want to make sure that I'm empowering these women to use their platform that they have to influence people in a greater way. And that's what we're working on right now as a team. We're working on a plan. We've got 100% of them voted, uh, registered to vote. And, you know, we're trying to make incremental steps. But this isn't something that you come to a conclusion with over, you know, a month period of time. Be sure to check out hook'em.com for Texas quarterback Sam Ellinger's explanation for why he stood for the eyes of Texas after the Oklahoma game. What else is on the website today? I have a story about how Texas is preparing for a Baylor team that has a new offensive coordinator and new defensive coordinator, but only two games on film. Kirk Bowles wrote about the late Lynn Howden and the whereabouts of ex-UT kicker Ryan Bailey. And Mike Craven has scouting reports on four recruits that are being targeted by Texas. Time for trivia. Texas will wear white throwback uniforms on Saturday. UT last wore white at home in 1950. When it comes to uniform colors, when were the Longhorns first spotted in burnt orange? On Tuesday, we asked about the tie that Texas has to the last playoff win by Austin High's football team. The Maroons were quarterbacked on that 1957 playoff run by Mike Cotton. Cotton went on to become the starter at Texas, and he led UT to a 10-1 record in 1961. He was inducted into the Texas Hall of Honor in 1981. This has been the Longhorn Confidential for Wednesday, October 21st. Check out hook'em.com throughout the day for all of your Texas news, your Texas notes, and your Texas podcasts. Enjoy your day. We will see you again on Thursday.